0: Disclaimer. The ideas and views discussed on the show should be considered opinion and not individual medical advice. Though Dr. Tim is board certified and licensed, every human is different and without individual assessment, concepts and ideas cannot be directly applied with the guarantee of success. Please consult your personal physician or fitness coach before making any changes. Thank you. Welcome back, y'all.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: (laughs) So I think me and Tim have talked about, obviously not on air, but that nutrition is such a wide and expansive thing. So instead of going, trying to go over nutrition once, twice, or whatever, we're going to break this up into 5 million different parts. (laughs) The weave in and out of all of our (laughs) fitness stuff.
1: Maybe not five million, but I'm pretty sure it's smaller, smaller subtopics would be ideal.
0: Yeah. So today we're,
1: by the way, this is, this is, this is Tim and Jasmine, since we just don't say that anymore. No, but...
0: I am a being of somebody's imagination. Okay.
1: <laughs> You've had a rough Sunday. It sounds like
0: it's been a really weird one. <laughs> library than Costco. Have you been to Costco on a Sunday? It's pretty Anyhow. Anywho.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, I have. I don't recommend it.
0: I don't recommend going to Costco on a Sunday around noon.
1: That'll that'll be part of the whole uh, meal prep episode. <laughs> don't go to Costco on a Sunday.
0: Today, though, we're gonna go over eating habits, some myths and truths. I have a list very substantial list of some things that people have either said to me or i found online (laughs) that might be true might maybe not and i believe tim is going to be the expert he is and explain why this shit is (laughs) bullshit
1: i was i was really hoping you had a list that i could just poke holes in because otherwise this was going to get very uh unstructured so that's good
0: Well, I I do. (laughs) It was actually really fun looking half of them up. And I think I even texted you that we're going to fight. Because there's one in here that I have very strong feelings about. (laughs) And I don't know how you stand on it.
1: (laughs) Do you want to start with that one or just see if I can figure out which one it is? I actually
0: think it'd be so much better if you figure out which one I'm talking about.
1: (laughs) I'll I'll watch for the beads of sweat when you read it. (laughs)
0: Um so I guess the first one we should we can start with just because I think that it's the most widely spread one is
1: I'm gonna are gonna gonna pause. Sorry. Just to I they gotta throw a disclaimer on here. Again, licensed board certified orthopedic doctor of physical therapy, not a physician, not a dietitian. Uh, Lots of training in sports nutrition, uh, performance nutrition, went through the Precision Nutrition Program. A lot of people would be familiar with that. Um, It focuses a lot on behavior change, but also just breakdown of nutrients and actual meal planning, all that kind of stuff. But in a lot of states, legally, no one can give you a I just want to throw this out here. uh, No, I I totally forgot
0: to do this because I did think about doing that and I totally just, Costco did a number on my brain so I forgot to throw it in here, so thank God.
1: (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Not a dietician, a nutritionist because that is a term that technically isn't protected. It doesn't mean anything. Anybody can say they're a nutritionist. Um, I'm not going to say that. I have Um, no
0: certifications at all. I have just opinions.
1: Well, there's lots of people who just have opinions who call themselves that um, online and other places, but legally no one can give you a meal plan except for a dietitian in a lot of states, so just know that. Um, so there is some opinion here, but I've also, I re- pretty regularly update myself on the research, um, and so i like to think i have a pretty good idea of which is what of these is true and what's not uh as always you know it's a podcast it's a public forum if if somebody wants to come argue after the fact we'll get there but
0: Uh, yeah all this uh, uh, even with the disclaimer that's always put at the front of the every episode this is all opinion and if something works for you that i happen to mention go on with your bad self and continue to do that we're we're not here to tell anybody what not to do well other than put your shit away um what not to put do your shit away. <laughs> other than that what not to do that helps or works for you but as i was gonna say the first one that's the most wildly spread i think we hear it throughout every age group <laughs> is this, breakfast is the most important meal of the day
1: false breakfast does not matter
0: it doesn't necessarily matter where that line of breakfast is. It's just, it's food. You're putting nutrition in your body when you need it or not. I don't know. Some of us don't eat breakfast.
1: (laughs) A lot of people don't eat breakfast. A lot of people do intermittent fasting, all those things. Um, Now they say that you need to start your day off by getting calories in your body. That's not really true. There's always calories in your body unless you've gone a very long time uh, without eating. Um, But really, and then your body will start to eat itself. That's neither here nor there. But what really matters is the amount of calories you take in in a day. It doesn't matter so much when you do them except as it is related to Uh, times of energy expenditure so if you're going to do a big heavy workout you might want to eat something beforehand um, that may help you perform better. That is different individual to individual. I was going to say, I'm but, one of those
0: people I refuse yep. to eat before. And I do do the heavy pre-workouts and all that. And I do the extensive two hour. <laughs> I know we say don't need, you don't need two hours, but it's kind of, you know, helpful for me to do the two hour workout. And I, I think I sometimes I don't even eat until like a couple hours after, <laughs> which probably is not the best, but
1: again, that, that kind of, And I don't know if this is on your list anywhere, but they they talk about the the anabolic window where after you lift weights, you absolutely have to get your protein in within 45 minutes. Also, not really true. If so, if that comes up, that's...
0: It was not on my list, but it is something I skimmed over because I I knew that it would get there.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Okay. Breakfast, very important if you like to eat breakfast. If you do not prefer to eat breakfast... um. And if you're a
0: hangry person, if you're a hangry person at all, please,
1: (laughs) eat your bananas. Get a a fucking kind bar or something in you, please.
0: Yes, which does lead to another one that snacking is always a good idea. Yeah. That kind of wavers because obviously if you just, I mean, at least for me, if you snack and snack and snack all day, it's... (laughs) It's probably not gonna lead you down a good path. Not that I have a box of 45 Rice Krispie treats in my, <laughs> in my cabinet right now, but I have that for other reasons. I have a 10 year old.
1: Yeah. Snacking is, I mean, it's, it's defined as anything that's in between a meal. Um, generally, quote unquote, snack foods are not the greatest foods for you because they're processed, hyper-palatable foods. Uh, Rice Krispie Treats is a great example. Um, but again, the reason snacking tends to get people in trouble is especially if they're trying to lose weight, change their body composition, etc. they tend to add up. Sna- you know, People will measure what they're eating at meals a lot of times, or they have a pretty good idea. That tends to be a little more nutritious. Snacks sneak in, and you end up eating excess calories without realizing it and that's typically it's if your snacks are in your in the plan then they're fine i snack
0: so the (laughs) snacking is great uh processed foods are always worse than organic
1: Ooh, there's there's two parts to this question
0: Mm mm-hmm to be fair,
1: foods. go ahead, go ahead. No, lead off.
0: I, I sit on the side of false for most of that statement because it's not, uh, if,
1: is this the one?
0: No, it's not.
1: Okay. We're not there yet.
0: It's a good, it, it is one that it does provoke a lot of like thought, but it's, it's not the one that I have a lot of feeling on. Um, well, the whole thing with processed foods is some foods are better for some people than others if that makes sense like obviously please
1: elaborate
0: there are i find that processed foods sometimes it's processing out things that people can't eat like um gluten or because um, there are I, I know that that became a whole fad on some level for some people but there's definitely people that have gluten allergies that can't eat them sometimes those are highly processed foods too as an example
1: yeah i mean that's that's not incorrect I, i would agree with that part of it in general um processed foods are not as good for you again and it's a it's a blanket statement that there are exceptions to but the majority of the time they have had um not necessarily things taken out but a lot of things added um i in general i I think of a processed food i think of I i mean some people would would take it to the extreme and say it's anything that doesn't come out of the ground it's not a plant or an animal and or a grain and you know like a donut is a processed food yes it absolutely is uh it's also delicious um but they tend to be processed or created foods which have kind of two two sides to them one is that most of them are anything that comes in a box or a can more so a box anything that is shelf stable and doesn't need to be refrigerated had a lot of shit added to it and usually that's not the best stuff if you can avoid that stuff that said people want it you know they want to look at a label and say There's a hundred ingredients on here that you can't pronounce. They're chemicals, therefore they're bad. There's chemicals in everything. There's chemicals in your apple. There's
0: chemicals in coffee, and I refuse to give that shit up.
1: Uh, Coffee's coffees, all right. There's chemicals in your apple. There's just not a label that lists them because they are naturally occurring chemicals um, that are just there in your apple. That doesn't necessarily mean that all chemicals are bad, but again, all, all other things being equal, you're probably better off with a food that, you know, is going to perish at some point. Uh, something that sits in a box and can live on a shelf for two years, you know, like a Twinkie is probably not the best thing for you. Um, they're, they tend to be more calorie dense For sure, you get the the same amount of food, Uh, you expend a lot more or you take in a lot more calories on eating the same volume of food. So really, you may get just as full, but you're taking in a lot more calories, which again, if the goal is weight loss, body composition, um, or fueling in certain proportions, that gets a little more difficult. I was going
0: to say for weight gain as well.
1: Yes, absolutely. was funny. There was a, he was a professional bodybuilder and he was trying to put, uh, I his name escapes me, but this is actually um, Lane Norton, who's a really good uh, nutrition resource, was telling the story. And the guy was trying to bulk up, get huge. This guy was probably well over 230 pounds and trying to do his, his diet clean like vegetables like broccoli rice chicken broccoli rice chicken and the problem is he was trying to take in a massive amount of calories because he was trying to build he was in a muscle building phase and he literally could not eat any more food he was overstuffed he's like i i eat my next meal and it feels like the last one has not gotten all the way down there yet like and and he honestly he, he went to lane and then the answer to that was eat a pop tart honestly because you can't keep doing this you're overstuffed he's bloated He is uncomfortable all the time you can get that same amount of calories and not be overfull. there is a time and a place for that um, if you've got something go for it i i, I do hit- i i was just trying to i was trying to
0: no cuz I was uh, I was wondering and I was looking through my list to see if I have it cuz one mm. of the other ones is that uh that sugar free is better than processed sugar or was it um it was either that or it was uh that sugar there's too much sugar in fruit or something like that and it just seems like related to that
1: Oh point. no 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 <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, but, um is
1: there something in there about artificial sweeteners because we got to get to that at some point i do I, okay just making sure it might be a little it, bit
0: farther in there no you're okay. perfectly fine i did, i printed it out and then it became a big ass mess on my desk so i'm just that's not why. trying to
1: <laughs> the...
0: but as far as processed sugars go like <laughs> i actually personally like them better than regular sugar to be fair i'm very weird um, just because I have oh. to use I, I use less of it. Like I usually use Splenda in most of my stuff because I use less general sugar. Even I make uh I was making and I do apologize to anybody from the south. I was making sweet tea, just not <laughs> not with it. <laughs> probably not sweet enough by I I've been been down there. It's probably not sweet enough.
1: <laughs> and so that's actually a good distinction that kind of falls into what I wanted to say. Um, uh, what people consider a processed sugar it's kind of it's a it's a confusing term things like equal that you put in your coffee or Splenda or you know Truvia or whatever they call that it's I would not consider that a processed sugar I would consider that a sugar substitute um, like an artificial sweetener which all other things being equal are better for you than sugar sugar is not bad but if you're trying to cut calories and decrease sugar in your diet yeah that's better and there's a lot of studies out there that say you know it's it's been classed as a class two carcinogen um we'll probably circle back to that because i got a whole soapbox on that um <laughs> but a processed sugar is isn't Overly refined, it's like you know, pure. They've got you know, you go to a restaurant, what have you got? You've got Splenda, you've got an equal, and you've got the little packets of uh, like sugar in the raw, like that is regular pure cane sugar, uh, compared to a processed refined sugar, something that you would find in a donut or a box of cupcake mix or some something like that. Donuts sound real good, it's delicious. Mm -hmm but those those processed foods are designed a potato chip is a great example they are designed to be what's called hyperpalatable foods it is a mix of sugar and salt and fat that you know there's a reason their slogan is i bet you can't eat just one because they are literally grown in a lab to be addictive and that's a big part of it. It's issue. just
0: like Cinnabon. Yeah,
1: Cinnabon. Where
0: they literally, the, their whole marketing ad is the smell of Cinnabon, which is delicious.
1: And that does it.
0: No, I'm now I want Cinnabon.
1: <laughs> I mean, we're 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 pushing twenty minutes in, so I'm going to wrap the second half of that question quick. But um, it's another kind of it's just a misunderstood term: processed food versus organic food um organic is is a special classification given to some food something you know there's there's technically there's processed there's regular i gave air quotes and and organic there if you go to the grocery store there are regular apples and right next to them there are organic apples that have had a special certification i can't speak a hundred percent to what that means uh typically it means there haven't been chemicals added um i know that the non-organic apples are twice the size of the other apples sometimes so there's probably some fuckery going on there um why
0: can't they just be really good farmers tim yeah
1: i mean come on they're just extra fertilized oh I mean, there are people that are die hard organic is better. And, and on the research I have read, which is not the be all end all, is that organic doesn't always mean a whole lot. It means a higher price tag, typically. Um, and that, you know, maybe pesticide free or something like that. But a lot of times there is not an appreciable difference between organic and non-organic foods in terms of their, quote unquote, healthiness for you
0: i will say that if you do decide to go with the organic food don't like and i'm not saying big box is bad don't, like don't go to the grocery store because it is just a organic um cash grab there i mean if you have to go with it but like i found especially like even in the washington area if you go to your lo- local farm it's like 10 times sweeter it's 10 times better to just buy it locally when the farm stands are open (laughs) they're not necessarily open all year long around this area
1: (laughs) i will say like the just the compared to the hyper palatable stuff and they'll talk about you know sugar in fruit versus sugar in a donut i've talked to a lot of people and just known a lot of people who have kind of if you eat processed crap all the time you will ruin your palate and I think that is a real thing Um, I won't name who this person is but I know someone who always goes whenever she goes to a restaurant she puts salt on everything she acts like she can't taste the food just never really seems happy with anything she likes Um, sorry
0: that that story just reminded me of something Um, ordered alfredo yeah uh, alfredo pasta And I threw salt in it, and I took a bite, and I threw more salt in it. And the person I was with is like, "I'm scared." You just keep adding more salt as you go. Like every bite, I would still add more and mix it in just because it wasn't salty enough.
1: Well, and that's, I mean, again, it's a a lot of people I've worked with that are used to processed desserts or sweets or you know the sweet snack foods. um, They they don't really like. You know, fruits and vegetables and that kind of, but if you actually cut that out for a bit, I've had many people say that the fruit tastes sweeter. Like I've I've said, you know, like, what do I have for dessert after my, like my own dinner? I have, I have some grapes and I have maybe a protein bar. Don't kid yourself. A protein bar is a candy bar. It just happens to have more protein in it, which is worthwhile. If you're going to have a candy bar, go for the 20 grams of protein on top of it. But I've told people, yeah, like you know, what's what's your dessert? Like grapes. Get the fuck out of here, grapes. But if you Chocolate stay away pie. from the processed long and I mean, or pick your <laughs> fruit of choice, if you stay away from the processed stuff long enough, the regular natural sugar in fruit will taste sweeter. Um, I I was raised on canned vegetables a lot of the a lot of the time just because. Uh, my parents were busy and neither one of them was the world's greatest cook and I love them for it. But I did not like regular vegetables for a long time. And I, you know, in college and that, I would get, I'd get some green beans and I'd be like, these taste like shit. I need to add something to them, butter or salt and pepper or cheese or something I need to put it. And then I'd take the green beans out of the can and I could just eat them as they were. And I'm like, the salt is already there so that kind of goes back to our processed food something that shelf stable has something added to it um typically that's a preservative of some kind that's salt
0: well or sugar which is funny because my husband has a similar story to yours where he talked about how he'd go visit his grandmother and she would take canned peaches And throw salt on, or not salt, uh, sugar on top of them. (laughs) Yeah, she would, (laughs) so it'd be extra sweet. And then she'd, uh, then she'd throw cottage cheese, not, yeah, cottage cheese on that. And he would, we're both, I know Tim can definitely vouch for me when I say this. I'm a picky eater. So even still now, even still now, I'll, 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 there's definitely things I avoid. But that's, that can be explained during our prep, (laughs) because I love prep.
1: Now. All right. We got to move on to another question.
0: Yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying. I know. So <laughs> this is where we're probably going to fight. The,
1: <laughs> okay.
0: I I have a glass of means. milk every day. Literally, I found it on a thing and I was like, no. On, on, on flip side of that, somebody said a misconception that it was that dairy has hormones in it. Now, here's my thing. I don't think that milk or dairy has hormones in it, but I sit on the side and I, again, if this is something that works for you, have at it. I don't think milk is something that we should be consuming. And I and I say this because I, 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 and I might think about it differently, <laughs> but it's like milk is meant for calves, and small and uh, baby animals or children to consume to get bigger now if you find that you are drinking milk every day and you have to be getting bigger that's because that's the point of it <laughs> and that's kind of where i sit on that now i also think soy milk is disgusting <laughs> anybody that says because that, that used to be the alternate is either regular milk or <laughs> or soy milk and that used to be the worst and i just i can't stress enough how if you find that you're having gut problems of any sort that might be part of it and i don't know everybody in the world i just can see what has happened around my family you don't whereas my husband who used to be you know whole milk sorry dude he dropped milk out of it and you would be like man my gas i have had less gas than last month because i dropped milk out or i also have gut problems sometimes after having a whole thing of ice cream or milk or what have you and mac and cheese which i actually greatly love (laughs) i started to not agree with me i don't think dairy is necessarily something we have to consume i do think cheese is the reason the world goes around though i'll step back off my podium now
1: okay I honestly cannot tell you the last time I had a glass of milk um, it has been years I am sure and I grew up you have a glass of milk at dinner you put it on your cereal this and <clears throat> I don't and I don't know that there's there are people who are have a distinct lactose intolerance but there's i think a lot of people are more sensitive to dairy than than they realize and it's one of those things a lot of people just have food sensitive they do food sensitivity testing i think dairy comes up a lot and it's a matter of you know people are like we shouldn't be having milk but we like cheese so it's a little tough and i think a, it, it's it's a moderation thing it's also a dose response thing which is kind of the same thing but i like soy milk because i'll occasionally have some cereal but there's almond milk and there's
0: i am an oat milk fan
1: there's there's oat milk. there's 10 other kinds of milk now um most milk i don't know if there's hormones in it i know most of our cows seem to have hormones in them so that tracks i also know if you look at the label on milk, there's a lot of sugar in milk. And that's, you know, I don't know if that's why kids like it or they just like it because most kids grew up on milk of some sort, but.
0: I don't know, I feel like especially if you have, you know, like I have a 10 year old and eventually when both me and my husband decided we, were, we just didn't want to buy milk for us, we would buy smaller and smaller containers for our son. He loves cereal. And uh, eventually what we got him on is <laughs> I'd buy him, and I know I'm awful for this, but I'd buy him like regular Cheerios, but then I'd buy him banana milk. Oh, this is Blue Label. I can't remember, but it was banana milk. <laughs> and he absolutely loves it. And then that's how we ended up eliminating milk from our household. So they might find something they like a little bit better too.
1: I think a lot of people don't know. They have some level of dairy sensitivity that said, there's a thousand foods you can be sensitive to. Like I did a food sensitivity test one time where they just Me too. run all your stuff. And they're like, Hey, you're sensitive to bananas. And I'm like, really? Cause I have a banana every day and I feel pretty okay.
0: Don't know what type you did. Cause I, I tested for all my allergies via poke and the needle in the arm or what have you, but it was um, a
1: smear blood smear test.
0: Yeah, they didn't do the blood smear. I was, I was not offered that. <laughs> that.
1: That shit took forever. They just kept trying to squeeze more and more out of my finger, man. It got rough after a while, but.
0: But uh, uh I did the whole I got poked with everything and I was told I was sensitive to bananas and rice and I'm like those are two things I eat almost every day.
1: Yeah, and that they were they were like I mean nothing was super sensitive, but I you know, I cut back on my bananas a little bit just to see. I didn't really feel a whole lot different, but I didn't miss them a whole lot either. I just picked another fruit. I'm pretty easy that way. Um but they also said you are you are highly sensitive. Oh, you're easy. Let's let's not get off track um they said you're highly sensitive to almonds and i was like i i don't care i don't really eat almonds (laughs) or i don't need to um so i I do limit the almond milk but again i just i don't drink that very much either um but dairy is one where a lot of people just you they're like i don't think i have a food allergy or a food sensitivity because i feel fine and i'm like well you you think you feel fine but that's relative like if you stop for a while you might feel better and even like when i stop drinking milk i don't have that much cheese i have a little bit um a little sprinkle on my my big
0: bulk of cheese because i have raised my son off mac and cheese and he he only he will not do the craft stuff Because I make it straight from the pot, or do the whole baked for Thanksgiving, and it's funny because now they come out with fun shapes to entice kids. So it's Ninja Turtle noodles, and I'm like, I can buy the noodles and still make it the way you like, but you're not going to eat the box. (laughs)
1: So fair enough.
0: It's 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 a waste of money. Don't do it.
1: (laughs) But that's, I mean, yeah, dairy, dairy is one of those things. If people are feeling sluggish or they're, or, you know, have GI problems or something they're putting down to diet. It is one of the first things they tend to try eliminating, uh, gluten and dairy and nightshades are usually pretty high on that list. Um, but typically like I will, and occasionally I'll, you know, I'll go, I'll have pizza and, and some ice cream, um, on a, on a, yeah
0: it's that's 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 god's that's god's choice for everybody in the world okay pizza and ice cream
1: that is that is cheat day um Mm -hmm. but we'll get all into cheat days on another episode um -hmm. it's not really cheat day but but staying on track i'm trying (laughs) um that would just be i i would feel like shit um my recovery would uh my whoop recovery would would drop significantly i would not sleep well i would wake up feeling almost hung over um, and kind of what i put that down to was the dairy um, i switched the ice cream to a non-dairy i could not do it with the pizza i had vegan cheese for a while i did not care for it it disagreed with me in other ways um but
0: not to say that there are, there are people that love the vegan cheeses. My husband loves the vegan cheeses.
1: Yeah. It's when there, you know, and it
0: seems like that, that field is expanding more and more. So something for Who everybody, knows?
1: but the, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think, and it really, I blame the dairy. It really, I think it came down to the salt and that was more, I mean, that is just a huge amount of salt taking the dairy out of the ice cream seemed to help a little, But again i kind of had that that uh dehydrated hungover feeling and and i really but i do know that a huge amount of dairy i don't feel great and that was one of those things when i was eating dairy regularly in larger amounts i don't know that i felt bad all the time but if you feel bad all the time how do you know you feel bad this is true okay
0: so the next one i have I know you agree with because you have told me to do so add more vegetable to your dishes always just add generally always add more vegetables
1: <laughs> if if anybody came to me and 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 had you know i want to eat better you know that's not a specific goal but i want to eat better you have 10 seconds more protein more vegetables that's i mean if it, they're they're more fiber they're and on a lot of like a lot of Weight Watchers, whatever, most vegetables are quote unquote free because they are not high in calories. Uh, If you don't slather them in things, they are full of great phytonutrients. They are full of great fiber. There's not really a downside to vegetables. I will, I'm confident saying that you, you you won't overeat them and I'm not sure you can unless you're that guy who was eating so much he couldn't eat anymore
0: <laughs> yeah unless and i know we'll get to this unless you're one of those people that are doing the cabbage soup thing just, that that's just that's an off thing um
1: that's just stupid i
0: don't <sighs> um i always try to at least
1: i'll stick to that
0: <laughs> oh no we're getting controversial um no i know for me that especially like when i started getting a little more serious about the food that i eat i make a general rule for myself which is i have to add or at least put it uh in the whole meal there has to be at least two vegetables i should be able to distinctly choose it so instead of and i hate cauliflower rice i always end up Ooh. doing half an
1: i don't do cauliflower i in any form <laughs> oh
0: my god Sugar. I love cauliflower, but I don't
1: Cauliflower like is not a food. It is a plague on humanity.
0: It doesn't have a taste. How can you say that you don't like cauliflower? It Literally, if you eat cauliflower by itself um, when it's cooked, it doesn't taste like anything. It
1: tastes like sadness. It's a... The
0: point is- i always add i always if i'm gonna do cauliflower rice instead of i don't do it instead of rice i do it with so i cut half of half of the rice i have is gonna be with cauliflower rice then it's gonna be a stir-fry chicken with broccoli like i should be able to distinct whatever two vegetables i'm throwing into whatever meal i'm eating and that's the best the best way i've at least tried to add or if I'm gonna do one vegetable in the main meal, I'll do a salad on the side. Like I said before, I love a soup and salad, <laughs> or I just go with soups. You can always throw a bunch of vegetables in a soup; it's just easy. Uh, and that's cauliflower, really.
1: That well, that's a big thing. tell people that you know that they're if you're trying to again lose weight, which is not always the goal, but if people are trying to reduce their their calories, the first thing to go is portions and people are not they're hungry they are not full if you and you know being full and having an unsatisfied craving are two different things again that's a whole subtopic there but if you double the amount of vegetables in whatever it is you're making you will get full they are full of fiber they will fill you up
0: all right so the next one i have is that meat are is needed for a balanced diet which I think we've kind of covered a little bit, it's not. You no. don't need to have meat because my husband has has gone vegan. He's currently vegetarian. You can get just all the nutrients you need to have a balanced diet without having meat in it. I know that there's some hardcore hunters out there that'll disagree. And to be fair, I think if you hunt it and you kill it and you do it, you deserve to eat it.
1: I mean, I... I, I... Obviously, I have my beliefs, my friend. I obviously agree with that one. Um, I think, and, and again, it, it's always a little more nuanced on the side of the fence, but uh, it depends on what you define as meat. Uh, you definitely don't need red meat. There's poultry, there's fish, there's other things. I've also worked with a lot of people who are vegetarian or even uh, vegan clients. You have a hell of a harder time getting your protein because you you do still require the same amount of protein and those are people who typically you know maybe they have energy level problems or they have a lot of trouble sports performance or or just they have a heck of a time building muscle so you have to get a lot more creative about where you get your protein from there are i was gonna say there's
0: so many like there's so many supplements out there between like reg- regular whey a protein mm-hmm. or um, seek, which is like a, um, a clear protein or protein bars. There's so many places you can get protein. I mean, beans are heavy in protein, like, <laughs> which if you're don't like beans, which I don't, I don't recommend a lot of those products.
1: Well, and, and that's really the big, the big conversation i have with those clients is they say i it's and usually when i tell people uh, say everybody when i say you need to get try to get at least one gram of protein per pound of body weight daily their eyes get all big and if they've been tracking it all they're like that there's no fucking way i can do that and i said a i hope you like shakes and bars and beyond that we get creative there are a lot of i mean I've gone through this with a few people now I don't have off the top of my head, but like whole grain bread is a pretty good source of protein. Uh, pastas, you tend to get a little more carbs with your protein, um, but also, you know, tempeh, a lot of beans, uh, seitan, stuff like that, that can you can get more protein from, but it is not usually going to be available in the volume that you can get from animals. And so you do have to make some adjustments to what you're eating. But do you have to eat meat? No. Should you eat a lot of protein? Yes. And that does make it easier. It does not make it impossible if you're not.
0: The next one I have is embrace herbs and spices instead of salt. Embrace spice in general. (laughs) It's not necessarily wrong. Um, I know that I think that there's a bunch of especially if i don't know you're a tv <laughs> fitness enthusiastic like me there's a bunch of people that you go that go on these shows and say oh i boil chicken i don't use salts or anything else because that's the way i'm going to eat it because that's how i get my protein good food doesn't have to be tasteless i agree <laughs> i think that's one thing that we do have to kind of get down to is that all whatever you choose to eat you don't have to skimp on the salt maybe not over salt everything, but you don't have to not be able to throw those spices. And I know my, uh, my ancestors in the, are in the back of my head screaming, all the spices need to be in there. So
1: whenever, whenever I hear spices, I think of like, pilgrim ships, and there's just like,
0: oh God. <laughs> I was just, like, I don't know where you're going with like, that.
1: Not, but... Just like a like a carton of nutmeg or something ridiculous, but no, I think anything you need to do to make your food taste good to you, that doesn't change what you're eating again in a, in a significant way, like throwing butter or cheese or, I mean, that's a lot of times you're like, I ate a salad. Like, my God, what did you put on that salad for dressing? That's 40 grams of fat right there. That kind of thing. Spices are, I mean, and I, I say this as someone with a pretty high tolerance for bland food. I have no plan. If you don't like your food, you're not going to keep eating it. Boiled chicken is trash.
0: It, it is, and I, I don't have a tolerance for it. If you boil chicken and put it in front of me, I'm just going to just politely tell you to, to take it back.
1: Well, it looks like <laughs> a sweat sock for one thing, but aside from that, no, and... and there's, there's nothing wrong with adding salt to your food either. You don't Salt is not the enemy. Excess salt is, if, and you kind of have to, again, it's a moderation thing, but if you don't have high blood pressure, unfortunately a lot of people do, or any sort of cardiac issues, I think we've touched on this at some point. Some people are not getting enough salt, especially people who are working out pretty regularly. You're sweating a lot and so if you are sodium deficient that's a problem too so salt is not evil just like carbs are not evil etc um
0: that was on my list i just figured that was a moot point
1: <laughs> well we just hit it carbs are not bad um anyway <laughs> but we can get deeper into it if you want we this might be no we sp- don't we might have to split this in half we'll see
0: um, <laughs> i'm pretty sure we're gonna come back to it <laughs> There's so many. There's so much we'll, things we'll out do,
1: there. We'll do. We'll do truth or myth, uh, part two sometime. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing if you if you're dumping a bunch of salt on everything. Like try. It's not hard to go on the internet and go. What do I put on my Brussels sprouts? I'm like okay, you, this this this. What do I? What's a good spice for chicken? They're like throw some tarragon or whatever.
0: whatever
1: it is and you know what you do you find and you got to scroll down because they got to put ads in there and you got to skip through this person's life story to get to the actual recipe which is fine um Mm. you just scroll down really fast i really don't either but if i'm if i'm cooking um for more than myself then i'm a little more conscious of that um but
0: it, it drives my husband he gets so mad at me because he asks when i when i happen to not want to prepare dinner he goes well how do i make it i go you use these five ingredients he goes how much and i was like couldn't tell you if i really wanted to just you know, just do it till somebody tells you it feels right
1: yeah and that's i mean somebody's been cooking a long time you can go by feel but if you know part of part of the nutrition difficulty can be some people are not great at cooking or they didn't grow up cooking um that's why a lot of people tend to dine out a lot or they eat processed foods because they are prepared um and there's less work involved even if you know what you're doing but it's not hard to say okay what is a good flavor profile like what what spices go with chicken they're like this and this or you know you're gonna do parsley and oregano um you're not gonna put together stuff that doesn't go together but the internet it's it's not hard branch out a little bit you might find something you like and if you hate it you never have to make it again
0: this is very very true i mean the only other uh, other one i think we have time for is that it says don't eat after uh sundown and i'm I'm definitely gonna break that rule right now
1: oh well that's complete horse shit so we'll probably have more time um There is absolutely no science and if somebody wants to show me something, I'm, I'm happy to take a look at it, that if you eat calories later in the day, that they affect you differently. That kind of comes back to the breakfast question, but there's, I mean, people are like, oh, well, you know, you're not burning calories while you're sleeping and I'm like, well, why the fuck not? Like, uh, your body still does everything while you're sleeping. I mean, you're... Your parasympathetic nervous system is rest and digest. I
0: was going to say, I don't think that, I think that also falls under anybody that tells you that if you um, eat midnight snacks, you're weight, you're heart hurting yourself. I don't think it necessarily matters. Again, unless you're doing intermittent fasting, that's a whole different story and a whole different episode too.
1: <laughs> oh, put that on the list though. I, I It is on the list. Good, good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but as far as you know eating eating the only way you're gonna hurt yourself eating a midnight snack is if you don't turn the lights on and you stub your toe Um, but also if you're if it's affecting your sleep you know a heavy meal before you go to sleep can affect your sleep which affects everything we got a whole sleep episode uh in the Mm -hmm. wings here but you know, people were like, oh, anything you eat after 7pm just sits in your stomach and turns to fat. That is a complete fiction. Um, generally, if people are Yeah, no, like... if,
0: if anybody does have a fact, uh, scientific thing, yeah, we would love to see that if anybody has any sort of research that says that. But go on. I
1: mean, I, mean, I was talking to somebody who I consider a very smart and knowledgeable person in general the other day. And, and what she said to me was, you're while you're sleeping your body's focused on other things so not so much on digesting and i'm like i don't know where you heard that and you're a very smart person but wherever you heard that don't don't ask them anything else um i assume it came from the internet but the the one and it it's because no one ever says this when they're they're fear-mongering but if you're eating In front of the television at 11 o'clock at night uh, you're probably not eating the healthiest things and that's (laughs) like that
0: was on my list
1: that takes us back to snacking and snacking by definition is just something that happens between a meal um most snack food as you say it is not great no one is typically either you the you listener may be the exception you know it's you're watching the Late Late Show with the lights off and you're, you're eating a bag of carrot sticks, but probably not. It's probably a bag of chips. It's probably an ice cream. It's probably something that came out of a package that crinkles when you eat it, just to guilt you a little more. does not matter the food does and food that's eaten late in general tends to not be of as good of a quality
0: i mean we're all in the matrix that's fine
1: thank you for listening to both sides of fit if you enjoy our content please rate review and subscribe to the podcast on apple play spotify or wherever you find your podcasts you can also follow us on instagram at both sides of fit or contact us with comments, feedback, or suggestions at bothsidesoffitpod at gmail.com. Stay safe, stay healthy.